Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the Russ Podcast. And of course, this week we're going to be talking to uh, former Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. She's uh, working for the White House. going to tell us if you're in jail uh, for some minor marijuana possession, you're about to get a pardon. But first up, we're going to be talking to actor, comedian, Marlon Wayans. Let's go right to it. Well, on the phone line right now, this guy is probably one of the best actors that I have never had the privilege of directing or working with. He always says he's going to do something, but he never does because, well, <laughs> he's full of shit. But uh, put that aside, um, I, you, you've seen him in everything. I mean, this dude is actually brilliant because he's a he's a comedian, but... Some of the best actors are comedians. When I watched him uh, playing in uh, Aretha Franklin's uh, Respect, his, his his portrayal of his character was just absolutely spot on. And I, I just got to say, man, it is so great to uh, talk to Keenan right now. How you doing, Keenan? <laughs> uh, you in the right family. Oh! Uh, uh, wrong brother. Oh, wrong brother. Is, uh, uh, Marlon. Oh, uh, Marlon, my bad. I, well, I like to call myself Damon's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey man how you doing bro i'm so good man every day we wake up older you get but every day you just like got it yeah yeah we, i don't need much i just need to wake up and i'm good i had a good day well one of the things about you man is like you do hard work i mean when you're not touring you're doing a movie or doing a tv series or doing something i you gotta attribute yeah. that to to the success that you've had right Oh, absolutely. Because if I wait on Hollywood, I ain't working. Mm. They don't. I don't. I don't get casted when I should be, mm. and it's okay. You know, um, I've never been a part of the of the system. Mm-hmm. I've never been a part of the industry in that way, and so that forces me to be my own industry, and and, and it's okay. Some some people got. I just trust God on my journey. There we go. What He asked me to do. All you can do is do the work. I don't want to be the next man. I just want to be my best, Marlon Wayans. And yeah. so, thank you for the lack of work. It makes me work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. But l- let me just say this. And you know, you know, we're friends, and I, I personally like you. I'm not saying this just to be saying this because of that fact. The fact is, you are really a really good actor, if not a great actor. And for thank people you, to overlook you. On certain things, I don't know what you audition for, or even if you have to audition. You're a very brilliant, very believable actor in everything you do. And so I just want to take my hat off to you, man, because I, I, I respect talent. And, and you're, now, you, if I could just sit you down with the 10 white folks at them studios <laughs> that cast people, man, I'd be on the money. You're going to be my agent, Russ. There like, you go. Russ. You, what you mean I ain't good for the part? Talk to Russ. Yes. I can't play Spider-Man. Talk to Russ. Russ, can I play Spider-Man? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, listen, you've, you've got a, um, a, a movie on Netflix, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, which is happening on October 14th. Uh, is this a Halloween kind of flick? Yeah, it's, a, it's the first. Uh, most, most times I do um, Halloween comedies. It's like scary movie or right. like, you know, uh, a haunted house, something that's super edgy, crazy, slightly parody. This one is different because it's actually a nice family Halloween movie. It's one that you I could watch with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not humping no stuffed animals. <laughs> I ain't, um, ain't, no, ain't no fluids coming out of weird places. This is like a nice, sweet 
family film, but it's really funny as well. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Kelly Rowland, and I love Rob Riggle, who I understand is in this movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah. of course, um, one of the things is, is that, you know, you've, you've had that franchise. I, I know we're not going to relitigate, you know, what, what angered you about that, that franchise that you had when you're doing scary movie, but, um, right. it, it's, it's good to see that, you know, you're doing something slightly different with this one. Tell us a little bit about the plot. Well, the plot basically is a, a family moves to, uh, Massachusetts from New York and, um, they basically, uh, my daughter unleashes the spirit of Stingy Jack and all the Halloween decorations start coming to life. And so my daughter, who I am, uh, you know, we're having dad, teenage daughter problems. We have to band together to save the town and save the world. It's a really cute, but funny movie. I had a budget. I, this one, first movie I did, Haunted House. We did that for a million dollars. Second one, we we did for like $2 million. Then I moved my way up and I did Naked for like $10 million. Mm. And then I did uh, Sex Tuplets, which was a $30 million one. This is a $50 million uh, budget. We have real special effects. And uh, damn it, it's a good movie, Russ. I'm really proud of myself. Oh, man. I'm a producer. When you start producing bigger projects, you realize that all the small projects prepared Mm -hmm. you for the, the stress of the big project, yeah. yo, it, it, God is good, man. All right, let's take a quick break. We're talking to Marlon Wayans. He's doing movies. He's doing stand-up. He's doing it all. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, y'all. We're back with Marlon Wayans, man. Very funny guy. You've seen him in every damn movie and, you know, making love to puppets and stuff like that. That's just what he does. You know, it's so funny, man, because we're talking about budgets for movies, and they gave you a nice big budget for this film that you did. And you produce, but you know, it's like people talk about, oh, Rush, you got those small budget movies. That's okay. It's a challenge for me. You know, that's what I enjoy about having those, those budgets that I get. Because if I can take something with a small budget and make it look huge, then I think I've done something. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you could do it, period. Just get, Russ, just getting it done. Mm-hmm. You know, I sit there and the fact that you got your show and that you, you directing, you still doing it. The other brothers talk about doing it, mm-hmm. but to actually, do it and one day just keep doing it one day it happens man this yeah. is this is our this is the road is not easy for anybody right so just walk your path because as long as we doing it success is just doing it we Absolutely. don't know where we're gonna wind up but as long as you walk in every day in your truth man you all you are successful so Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited about this movie and um stand up wise i'm a i'm just a monster right now you yeah, know I, I just Shot a special, you know, um, and basically, and, and, and um, um, it's called God Loves Me. Mm. I just shot it in Atlanta. I rocked the Russ Paul. I put my own money down. Yes, put sir. your money where your mouth is. There you go. Put my own money down. I'm a sh- I shot it independently. It looks beautiful. I'm going to start shopping it next week. Nice. And then I got a brand new hour right now. And, you know, I'm not even doing that material. I do an hour of material. Mm. I do a special. I retire the material. I never say it again. Mm. And um, this this new one is a beautiful but really funny journey. And I can't wait to show it to y'all. Wow. Well, listen, you know, I know you're coming to the MGM uh, National Harbor on October 15th. I mean, you're 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 still touring and doing movies yeah. and doing all this stuff. So when you when people come up to you and. Uh, they say, well, what is your secret? The secret is, is that you consistently work and you're constantly looking for it. And not a lot of stuff is beneath you. Except, 
with one of one of these days, Russ Farr, I will tell you when it happens, you are gonna talk so highly of me. You be you gonna talk when you talk about my acting. You yeah. be talking about my person. You you be talking about my business. Like that man said this, and he said it twenty years ago, and we teased about it, but he actually made it right. happen. Well, no, I think Farr, I think you're brilliant, man. I really do, and I'm looking forward to some of your other projects. I know you you got some big films coming up with Viola Davis and Jason Bateman, who's one of my favorite actors. Matt Damon. Yes. I mean. Uh, you, you, what can we do with you, man? I mean, you working. I mean, that's a very beautiful uh, thing. All right, so listen, bro. I'm trying to, uh, trying to be the most versatile one that ever did it, man. Yep. As versatile as Robin Williams, as versatile as Eddie Murphy. Hey. And uh, just just doing what God put me here to do, which is everything. Yeah. Um, so come check me out at the MGM National Harbor Theater. One show, one night. I'm going to make you laugh. I guarantee you. Yeah. Russ, you I, come on down. Well, you know I, I'm coming because I, I saw you the last show. Her. You know what happened the last time I went to one of your shows, right? Uh, you got me tickets, and this dude and his girl were drunk, and they were talking loud while you were performing. And wow, that happened. That's every show. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I I said something, and no one was from the big fight. They actually put me out for a minute, and they realized it oh, wasn't wow. my fault. But I was trying to hear your jokes, you know. And wow. and 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 I, I you're a great stand up comic, also, man. I mean, this dude just does it Thank all. You, I mean, there's nothing about you know cutting corners with this dude. This dude is for real. He, he puts in the work. So I'm looking forward I'll to seeing the, the show uninterrupted this time. I put you in a quiet session, and I'll, get, I'll try and get you a special badge. Like, don't <laughs> kick Russ out badge. Yes. <laughs> That'll work. All right, don't forget, y'all. October 14th, of course, The Curse of Bridge Hollow on Netflix, starring my guy, produced by Marlon Wayans. Thank you, man. It's always great talking with you, sir. You too, man. I'm proud of you, Russ. Keep doing your thing. Oh, you know, man. I'm I proud of you, brother. man. Love you too, man. You take care. Yes, yeah, sir. Always. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to Keisha Lance Bottoms, works for the... Uh, a Biden administration, and they just did something recently that is awesome. Uh, if you got busted federal charges with uh, a small amount of marijuana, uh, you're, get, you're about to get a pardon. Yes. And we're going to discuss that. That's coming up in just a second. Stay right there. Welcome back to the Russ Podcast on the phone line. She's the director of the White House Office of Public Engagement, and I'm talking about Keisha Lance Bottoms. Good morning, former mayor of Atlanta. How you doing? Good morning. I am doing great. How are you today? I'm just fine. Before we get to what we really want to talk about, I do want to talk to you about that race that's happening in Georgia. It's the biggest race that everybody's talking about. And I'm talking about Herschel Walker and uh, Raphael Warnock. Um, I, I, you're an Atlantian. I just want to make sure uh, that people in the state of Georgia is not buying this stuff that's coming from the Walker camp. So with my new job, I do have to be very careful, oh. but I can tell you this. Uh-huh. Uh, we need to show up and vote because elections matter. And mm-hmm. if you look at the last election cycle in Georgia, the way that Joe Biden won the state, the way that Ossoff and Warnock won, mm-hmm. those were razor thin margins. And people cannot take for granted that anybody uh, will win re-election. So if we care about where we are headed as a country, mm-hmm. then we need to show up and vote and express that at the ballot box. Because what we know right now, we have very thin margins in the Senate. And when you look at the confirmation of Katanji Brown-Jackson mm-hmm. as a justice to the Supreme Court, if we did not have the majority in the Senate right now, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have her 
on the Supreme Court. So gotcha. elections matter. Yes, they do. I'm not feeling the excitement I want to feel in Georgia. I want people to be excited. Absolutely. Okay. All right. We're talking to uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. And here's the deal. Uh, the president, President Biden, has often said that people that are have been busted for having possessing marijuana, it's something that we got to take a look at. Well, it looks like he looked at it because he yesterday was a great day, especially for the Biden administration and especially for people of color that are sitting incarcerated right now because of simple marijuana possession. Tell everybody what the heck went down yesterday. Well, people may recall that during the campaign, then candidate Joe Biden said that he did not believe that people who were charged with nonviolent offenses, nonviolent drug offenses, should be sitting in jail. So this is what I put under the category of promises made, promises kept. So on yesterday, the president signed an executive order granting a pardon to anyone uh, who has been charged with simple possession of marijuana in federal court and Washington, D.C., as well, granting them a pardon. This allows people to have access to jobs and housing and other things that sometimes there are barriers to when you have these drug convictions. Mm -hmm. Again, nonviolent drug convictions. And what the president also did is called on governors across this country to take a look at pardons as well. So the president has the authority to do what he can do on the federal level. But again, going back to why you have to show up and vote, because there's only so much that the president can do. Now we got to look at states across the nation as well. But this is a significant step oh, for absolutely. so many people across this country. Let me just say this. It's it's kind of important that we all take, take a look at who is in jail and who is getting significant amount of time for simple marijuana possession. And, you know, people say, oh, you're always trying to make it a race thing, Russ, blah, blah, blah. Well, it is. Let's just keep it real. The, the numbers are disproportionate. Am I accurate or am I just losing my mind here? You're you're absolutely right. This is a, this isn't your opinion or my opinion. These are facts. If you look at the numbers, white, black and brown people use marijuana just about at the same rate. However, there are more black and brown people charged with simple possession of marijuana and in jail or in prison for drug charges. Okay. So no, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, no. Go ahead. And so when we think about the Biden administration and this discussion of equity, this is equity in action. This is the president looking at these stats and going, wait a minute, black and brown people aren't imagining that they are not being treated fairly. Right. We can look at the numbers and see that they aren't being treated fairly. So the question I have, what's this going to look like? I mean, there are somebody that's sitting in jail right now with because of a minor possession charge of marijuana uh, on a federal level. When does this go into effect? Um, how many people will this affect immediately? Uh, what does that look like? So there are the numbers that I have in front of me, 6,500 people with prior federal convictions for simple possession of marijuana. Now, they may be in jail with simple possession charges and other charges. This just impacts that simple possession charge. But again, let me tell you why this is important. 
If someone is applying for certain benefits, if they are applying for a job, if they are applying for housing in certain instances, if you have this conviction on your record, then you may not be able to get that job or housing. So what this allows people to do, this automatic pardon, it allows people to then go and get a piece of paper that says, I have been pardoned for this uh, offense, and then it removes those barriers. And so a lot of times people may have other charges along with simple possession charges, but this is very important, again, because it can stop you from accessing a number of things education opportunities, jobs, housing. And we know, again, those barriers can be very significant for mm-hmm. people of color. We're talking to Keisha Lance Bottoms. I, I, I got to ask you this because I know you got a lot of people you have to talk to, but it's like I know that the president isn't a strong fan of legalization. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe he's changed his position. But we have a situation where a lot of states are legalizing marijuana. Isn't it time for us just to get rid of all these marijuana laws? I mean, because in my opinion, marijuana is not half as bad as alcohol. I I, I don't know. Am I way off base here? Well, what the president has said is that he doesn't think anybody should be sitting in jail or be charged criminally for simple possession of marijuana. He's very clear about that. Again, there's only so much that the president can do, but he has called on governors to take a look at their laws, state laws as well. And he's also asking the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services to take a look at how marijuana is categorized. So right now, marijuana is categorized the same way as fentanyl and heroin, some very, very hard drugs. So Mm -hmm. he's saying, take a look at how you categorize this. We know more about marijuana use. We know that in many places it's now legal. It's time that we now take a look at our policies and laws and allow them to catch up with what we now know today. And it's going to be a tremendous savings. You know how how many resources it takes to go and arrest somebody for having some weed? I mean, how many resources does that take? That's that's costly. This should save money. No, you're you are absolutely right. And I had a conversation with someone yesterday who said, I'm sort of happy about this. But now will the price of weed go up? I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) But I do know um, that. But as of today, people should not be in jail for nonviolent drug offenses. Yes. And the president has long said that. He said it as a candidate, and he's putting it into action. And many people thought that he had forgotten about this. He did yeah. forget about it. Yeah. And I, I even suggested that we get a big poster board with big check marks. These yeah. are the promises made, promises kept, whether it be from cancellation of student loan debt to what we saw happen on yesterday with marijuana. Last question, and it's kind of personal. If you don't want to answer it, I under, but I've been always praying for your husband. Because I remember that's one of the first cases of uh, long COVID that I read about. And I just I just thought you were such a beacon of power because I know deep down in your heart, you're worrying about your husband, but you're sitting up and you're on TV and you're and you're you're you're, you continue to work. And is, is it okay for me to ask how he's doing? 
I really appreciate your asking that. He he was sick a couple of weeks ago, and I was convinced that he had COVID again, which he, he did not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently had COVID, and he would come down and check on me every day, and he said, you see, this is what you do when somebody in your house is sick. You check on them. You just yeah. left me in the basement <laughs> just to <laughs> sleep away. <laughs> so yeah. he he's back to his old self. Okay, good. Um, he, he, yeah, but thank you for that. He did have a lot of long haul. COVID symptoms, but as long as he's exercising and taking his vitamins, he's yes. doing a whole lot better, oh, and I'm very good. grateful for oh, that. There's so many and people out there need to, to take heed to that because there are a lot of people that, that are suffering with long COVID, and that was one of the first cases, and I felt so bad for you, but yeah. you know what? Black women just are so strong. I, 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 I have such respect for you. Keisha Lance Bottoms, I, I, I appreciate the time. This is great news, and people are going to say, oh, okay, you're doing it because the midterms are coming up. No, this should have been done like 5,000 years ago, so this is a good look. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. You got it. You take care. Well, there you have it, the Russ Podcast, and of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you hear podcasts, you can actually hear me, all right? Uh, make sure you leave your comments, and we'll talk to you again next week. Take care. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.